Hello, and welcome to the Sports Ball Podcast. I'm Trent, and I'm here with Cameron. Go ahead, say hello, Cameron. What's up, guys? Hope you're all doing well. And today, uh, on the Sports Ball Podcast, you are going to listen to two high school freshmen who think they know everything about sports. Doesn't that just sound great? We do. We know everything. He, Cameron, is much more of a football expert than I am. However, I'm much more versed in basketball than he is. So we should be able to combine our talents, and it should be just lovely. It should. So today's topic is football. We're going to be talking about the NFL playoffs because today is January 8th, and tomorrow starts the wild card round. So we need to talk about anything else, or we want to get straight into it? I think we can head on in. I mean, we all know this season has been a very interesting season, like a historic season with COVID going on, you know, in the world of not touching people. Um, we are all still sitting here and enjoying big sweaty men running into each other. Exactly. So, I mean, I guess we can transition, um, from COVID straight into the game. So I guess we can start with, uh, the Steelers and the Browns because, both of those teams have throughout the season probably, I mean, the Browns not so much, but the Steelers have been affected by COVID the most within, you know, getting COVID. And, you know, that Ravens game <laughs> became the first Wednesday night football game ever because it was just, they kept postponing it due to Ravens COVID issues. So to start off the wild card round um, with our playoff predictions, by the way, we're going to be going from the wild card games all the way up to the Super Bowl with predictions, everything like that. So we are going to start with the AFC wildcard games. So I have the three-seed Steelers beating the six-seed Browns, and I think that they're going to do that because uh, to start with COVID, um, the Browns are missing their head coach. They're missing some players. I'm not too sure if they're key players. I don't think they are, but I think there's some role players that the Browns might end up missing severely, and the big one is their head coach, Kevin Stefanski, who's going to be out for the game. I don't know what they're going to do, um, but he's he's not going to be there. I don't know who their interim head coach is going to have to be. But uh, second of all, in this week 17, you know, last week, um, the Browns played the Steelers, and the Steelers rested Ben. They rested Juju. Um, they rested TJ. And the Browns won by four, I believe, against their backups. Ooh. And I think that against the starters for the Steelers – and with the Steelers, you know, they have gone one and four in their last five games after starting eleven and zero. But I think that they're eager to prove something, you know, Corvette, prove that Corvette. they're legit. <laughs> yeah, Corvette, Corvette. Um, I think that they're eager to prove something, and I think that because of that, the Steelers are going to beat the Browns, and I don't think it's going to be very close either. But uh, what are your thoughts on it, Trent? You know, I really think that that makes a lot of sense. Um, Mm -hmm. even with the Steelers' recent struggles and the Browns, that it will be big for the Browns not having their head coach. Uh, Yeah, definitely. It's going to take uh, their quarterback to step up, which is Baker Mayfield. It's Mm -hmm. going to take him to step up and really be the leader of the team because he does not have his auxiliary leader in the head coach. He's really going to have to step up and be – and just run the show. And yeah. Call the plays. 
he won't call all the plays, obviously, but he's going to need to do do some play calling for this team. And I have the Browns winning this one. Really? Uh, I do have the Browns winning this one. I really just think the Steelers are going to be the Steelers, and they're going to lose. Okay. Um, so, you mind if I... Less, less of a reason, of a tangible reason, but... We know what Juju Smith-Schuster is all about. Corvette, Corvette, all over the logos, <laughs> dancing all over. As soon as his dancing gets to the top, they start losing games. They go from, oh, could the Steelers go undefeated to, oh, are the Steelers even going to be a top team anymore? Well, okay. and guess what Juju Smith-Schuster decided to do right before their matchup? What did you know he decide he, to do? What do you know do? what he did, Cameron? Hmm. He went out and he talked all the smack in the world. Mm-hmm. He goes out. I don't have a direct quote, or I don't have the quote right in front of me. But he goes out and basically says, "I don't care who's on the Browns. I don't care if they have some good players or anything. At the end of the day, they're still the Browns, so we're going to beat them." All right. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So you mind if I if I we keep go- this going? I want to talk about something else a little bit. Go ahead. That, that you've brought up. So, and a little bit more. So, first of all, that is very true about Juju. I mean, every time he's done that against good teams, they, they've they kind of struggled a little bit, you know? I mean, he got he did it with Cincinnati and the Bills, and those were the big ones because the Bills blew him out, and he, Juju himself got destroyed in that one play against the uh, the Bengals. Absolutely rocked. Yeah, I mean, lifted off the floor. But, I mean, the thing is, you know, I still, you know, I said that I think the Steelers are going to beat the uh, Browns. It won't even be close. But there's a there's a few things that I want to say with that. Um, one, the Browns, you know, they they've they've got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. I mean... They, they they've been doing very good and they're looking like a strong team and they are also coming off the longest playoff drought in NFL. I don't know if it's history or if it was just current history, but they haven't been to the playoffs since 2002. I think they have, they have a lot more to prove than this team. The Steelers, I would agree. Yeah. have just been talking the talk and they were walking the walk for most of the season. Mm-hmm. Until the talking really got big, and they really started to overestimate themselves. And I don't know. I just think that that's really going to get to them. Uh, yeah. I, I think that started with the Cowboys game. I mean, the Cowboys were like bottom-tier garbage. And they they almost lost to the Cowboys. I mean, they got lucky that they didn't win. Or that the Cowboys didn't win. And another thing... um. With the Steelers, I'm, I have one more thing. Real quick, with the Browns, I, I'm still doubtful of Baker Mayfield because he's he's done good, but I think his big issue is that he's hot and cold. Like, he's really good some games, and he's just meh in others. And I think to beat the Steelers' defense, even though its linebacking core is destroyed, they still have a strong defense, one of the best in the league when they're healthy. And I think that still... I, I mean, 
Baker Mayfield is going to have to play really good to beat the Steelers, even with their destroyed linebacking core. And I, I mean, he's unproven in the playoffs. I mean, you can't really, you, there's no real way to gauge how he's going to play. And um, another thing to go back to the Steelers last thing, and then you could say whatever you'd like to respond mm-hmm. to any of this. The Steelers have a big issue when it comes to late season games. I'm talking late regular season into postseason. They hype themselves up too much, and then they play down to worse competition. This has been happening since the Mike Tomlin era. I mean, since Mike Tomlin has been their head coach, they have been they when they're really good, like twelve and four. That's the record now. That I mean, that's a really good record. I think the problem is they always, you know, they talk the talk, but they can't always walk the walk because they're playing down to uh, low competition. So, like. For example, in 2017, I believe it was 2017, the Steelers went 13 and three or 12 and four. Right? Mm-hmm. They're talking about how they're going straight to the championship game against the Patriots and how they're going to get the revenge because they have been just the Patriots' slave ever since the dynasty. Right? Pretty much, they've just been getting destroyed every every time in the postseason. They're getting destroyed by the Patriots. Right? And so they're already talking. Like, hey, we're going to go to the AFC Championship game. We're going to be playing against the Patriots. We're going to get our revenge. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. Well, they overestimated one team, and that team is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, ow. So Jacksonville went 10-6 and six that year, and they, in week five, beat the Steelers, like blew out the Steelers. And they, they didn't pay attention to that. They, they didn't pay attention to the fact that they that Leonard Fournette ran all over them in the regular season. You know what happened in the divisional round, Trent? You want to guess? Leonard Fournette ran all over them. Oh, Re- Leonard Fournette ran all of, over them. And I'm not sure if you notice, if you know this. Do you know who Blake Bortles is? Mm, I've heard of him. You've heard of him, right? So he's a garbage quarterback. He's awful. Blake Bortles destroyed, torched the Steelers off defense. Torched them. And it, it, it became a close game because the Jaguars, you know what, came back to bite them against the Patriots game. They couldn't finish out the game properly. So the Steelers kind of showed back up a little bit, you know. They kind of came back and they almost won, but it was like they just overestimated their competition. And I think there's a chance that they're doing this with the Browns. And if they are, that's bad news for the Steelers. That's bad news. Well, I hate to interrupt you, but we have talked no, about I'm this done. game. We've talked We've, about this game for 11 minutes. Um, I mean, we had the intro and everything. I think, I think all I have to say, win condition for the Browns, Baker Mayfield steps up, and he's the leader that the Browns need. Win condition mm. for the Steelers, they shut up and they go out and they play pretty football. Yeah, I, I think they need to develop a run game, though. They're a very one-dimensional offense, and if the Browns can hone in on those wide receivers, the Steelers are in for a rough game. So, all right, What's our let's try. Game? Well, let, real quick, let's try to be a bit quicker, I guess. I mean, yeah. the Steelers and the Browns is kind of a loaded game. Um. So we'll we'll go next to uh, we'll go to the Bills versus the Colts. There's so, not much to talk about here. There is not a lot to talk about with this game. Um, the Bills are going to route the Colts. Um, it's not even going to be a contest. Like 
I mean, Jonathan Taylor, the Colts running back, he's been doing good. But I mean, it the Bills with their their very stout defense and Josh Allen, you know, probably going to be like probably third place in the MVP voting. It's just going to be too much for the Colts to handle. For the Colts, it's it's too much. You you're in agreement with that? Yeah. I would say win conditions for the Bills um, play the same football they've been playing because they're 13 and three, I believe. Um, and the win condition for the Colts, um, pray to God. That's, that's their win condition. Yeah. Pray for miracle after miracle. I mean, and anything can happen. I mean, it's one game. You don't have a series of games to advance. It's one game. Anything can happen, but I don't see it happening in any world. I, I don't either, man. I don't either. Um, so I guess that leaves us with the last AFC wildcard game, which we're going to be able to talk a little bit more about, or at least I will. I, I, I got some and stuff to that say. That is the Ravens-Titans game, right? That is the Ravens-Titans game, yes. So running, my prediction. Running, running is the name of this matchup. Uh, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. So here's the thing. I got the Titans beating the Ravens, like most people do. I'm assuming you do as well, Trent. I do have that. Okay, so let me tell you why I think the Titans are going to – I think they're going to dominate the Ravens. Now, if you'll remember last year in the – I know you probably won't remember. Maybe you do. I don't know if you watched the game. The AFC Divisional round, the Titans had just come off with a chip on their shoulder. They had just taken out the kings of the entire league. They'd been the kings for the past 20 years. And they come out – and they, they, they upset the Patriots, right? They got a chip on their shoulder. Derrick Henry is unstoppable. Yeah. They come in. The Ravens are the first seed or the second seed. I think they were the second seed. They, get their, they come off their bye week. You know what they, you know what happened? They underestimated the Titans. They underestimated the 9-7-6 and seven, six seed. And Derrick Henry ran all over the Ravens. Like, I'm pretty sure he had at least 200 yards in that game. It, he, it was insane. He ran all over them. The Ravens didn't have a shot. And I and, think ever since then, it doesn't matter if they don't see him coming. He's built up so much steam, you're not stopping him. He ran for 2,000 yards this season. Mm-hmm. Granted, if something happens and Derrick Henry is just off that day, then uh, it's all over for the Titans. It really hinges on Derrick Henry, but that's a very strong hinge, and that's a good thing to rely on. I would agree, because the problem is, like, if, okay, freak accident occurs, Derrick Henry's injured, he can't return to the rest of the game. I don't care what happens, the Ravens are winning that game. Not because of Titan, the Titans' offense without Derrick Henry, because they can still throw the ball. The problem is their defense. With Derrick Henry, they can win a shootout against that explosive Ravens offense. Without Derrick Henry, even though they have a, a decent passing game, they, they're not going to be able to make it through. And the no. problem is their defense is horrid. It's awful. Their defense is not good, especially against the run. And so and that is the name of the Ravens game. Run, run, run. That's Give the Lamar Jackson of, football. It's the name of the game for both of these teams. Mm-hmm. And Lamar, he's coming in. He wants to win. He doesn't want to be known as a playoff loser. Well, yeah, he's 0-2. That might just be what he is. Um, 
I think his game is an entirely one-dimensional, but you can really game plan for it. And if you make him throw the ball, you're going to beat him. You, the problem with the Titans is they maybe don't have the personnel to make him throw the ball. They that can, defense is suspect, man. They can put extra pressure and try and just run at him and at him. I think what they need to do with their defense is the defense really needs to play up, but I think they just need to play physical. They just need to run full speed, and they just need to hit Lamar Jackson as hard as they can over and over and over again. I think if you can wear down Lamar Jackson and maybe he loses a bit of a step by the second half and he's mm-hmm. not running as fast and then yeah. he has to fall back on his run game, then you can really – or fall back on his passing game, then I think you really have him contained. Yeah, I would agree, man. Um, With that, one more thing. Hold on. What was I going to say, man? Um, With – yeah. So – the entirety of the Ravens' offense, I think the way that the Titans' defense, even with that real suspect defense, I think what they can do, I think the way they beat them is with that defense, make sure it doesn't have to be a shootout where they have to win with a shootout. What they got to do, you just play fundamental defense because the Ravens' exactly. offense hinges on mistakes. They are, they are banking on that run scheme, that option run scheme. They're banking that your defenders don't do it properly because if they don't do it properly, they're going to run all over them. It's not even going to be funny. It's going to be awful because the Ravens' def- the Ravens' offense, their run game is simple. It is very simple, because, but it's so effective because y- your defenders have to think quick and they got to do it properly. Any mistakes and it's over. So I think the Titans need to focus up and I think they have this game not in the bag. But I think they focus up and they play fundamental defense. They don't even they don't have to go out and make outstanding plays. They just need to be sound on the option. If they if their linebackers can be smart and read the option well, because you know the option is coming. It's yeah. just a matter of can you stop it? Yeah. You know, I think this episode, we're talking a lot about it. I think we're just gonna get through the first round. The you know, whole first round. Because you know what I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking. I'm thinking we can go longer than what we were planning. I'm thinking we should get through all of it. Get through all. Mm, we're 18 minutes through. Let's let's move on to the next game. We'll see how we're doing. I, I think I think is, we should at least run through the divisionals, but we'll get to that when we cross it. What game? What game do you want to talk about? So let's start with the uh, Saints and the Bears. Saints so. So, uh, do you want to start with your prediction first? You want me to keep going with mine, or what do you want to do? Um, Saints. I think the mm-hmm. Saints are an elite team. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees is not what he used to be, but he's still Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a great playoff run. I okay. think Alvin Kamara is going to activate his inner Derrick Henry. All right. And... I think they're the Saints' extremely stout defense is going to prevail against the Bears. Uh, yeah, I would agree, and I think not even to do with the Saints. I'm just going to focus on the Bears for a second. I mean, the Bears—they've gotten—they're lucky to be here. Um, they started five and one, and they've lost a lot of games. Um. 
with, against some bad teams. And I think the problem with the Bears is that they're hinging on Mitchell Trubisky to do all of it. Because, I mean, he's just not good. And he's going to have to play good if they're going to have a chance against the Saints because the Saints' run defense is very good. They're going to be able to stop David Montgomery. And the Bears, I just don't think they have the firepower to go toe-to-toe with the Saints. And frankly. relying on one person can work, just not when it's – it has to be someone of a Derrick Henry level, of a Patrick Mahomes level. It has to be that elite, elite player. And the Bears just don't have that person. Mitchell know, Trubisky like, is not it. This this isn't as much of a stars league as the NBA is, but you don't you need that one person that's like this is my person, like this is my dude. He's my X factor. Mm-hmm. He whether mm-hmm. is going to carry it, whether it's your defense or your offense, because. What? An elite, like an amazing defense with a subpar offense is a good team. It's a good team. Yeah. And they're then, not going to make it to the Super Bowl, but they can they can, they can, can surprise some people. And then an amazing offense with a subpar defense is also a good team. <laughs> Chiefs. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Yeah, I think the Bears just don't have that. They don't have anything to rely on. And whatever they fall back on is going to let them fall. So I think oh. Saints take it easy. All right. So then next with game. that, next game, Rams, Seahawks. I'll take this one. You go ahead. So I'm not sure what people are thinking, but I, I can kind of go back and forth on this game. But I think the Rams are going to upset the Seahawks. And here's why. So... Jared Goff is going to be in the game. He's not going to be 100%. He's not. He's not. He broke the finger on his throwing hand. He broke his thumb. But I still think that he, with those weapons that he has on offense and that defense, I think he can put, I think they can give the Seahawks a run for their money. Now, to do that, the defense has to stop having off games because their defense kind of, like Baker Mayfield has been hot and cold. I mean, they've had some great games, looked like world stoppers. And then they the Rams, right? The, the Rams defense, the Rams defense. Yeah. They've been looking like world stoppers. But then they go to the 49ers who have been completely decimated by injuries on the offensive and defensive side. And I know you're not very thrilled about that one. I'm not, but they they look awful, but the defense is just not playing good football. I mean, Aaron Donald can't always Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey can't always carry that team. They're going to need more from that team. They and and they have that, but it's going to be if they can show up because they have, if they, they have the personnel, they have the personnel. Absolutely, the personnel is there. They've built an elite defensive core. They have players who, on any given night, can go out and lock up. It's oh yeah. Just, you need to have in the playoffs those games need to be everyone locking up every game uh, exactly you let you let a few of your players fall and they have their off games and they're not looking good and suddenly you're out of the playoffs exactly that rams defense needs to sh- show up and shut up otherwise well russ is going to cook up and he's he's going to cook which he's- leads me to 
I think the Seahawks are going to win. I think regardless, Russ is going to cook. He, you think Russ is going to cook? From the beginning, we learned at the beginning of the season that we've been sleeping on Russ for too long. All right. He struggled later in the season. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. Was Did he have any injuries at all? No, he didn't have any injuries. He just kind of fell off. I think... I think Russ is going to cook. I just have faith in Russell Wilson of, like, all people. Russell Wilson is one of those people that I think will turn up, and he will turn up big time. I think he'll be big. I think him and DK Metcalf's two-man game, um, mm-hmm. DK Metcalf's going to catch a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he had, a, he had a lot of receiving yards this year. Yeah, he did. He did. He had, yeah, he he had a lot. It was top level. It was. Russ has not thrown too many interceptions. Uh, Actually, he did in the I middle think, of the season. He did in the I, middle of the season. He's I cleaned it up. He's thrown more, but he's he shirted it up. And I just think that the Seahawks are going to go out, and Russ is going to prove how slept on he's been. Even when he was winning, when even when he won a Super Bowl, I think he's still been too slept on all of all of his career. The lack of just MVP nods that he has been given through his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to frustrate him. I mean, I know you're, you can't get caught up with that, but you have to – I think he'll use that as fuel. Uh, yeah, I can – That as fuel, he's going to turn up, and he's going to play very well. And I have the Seahawks beating the Rams. Okay. All right. So – We'll go into the last game we the got last here. Game. And I the, think real quick, Washington real quick. Fo- okay, go ahead. Real quick. I think we don't have to keep it. I mean, guys, we had a plan here where we we're gonna keep it at like thirty minutes, but I think we should just run through it all. I think even if it hits an hour, I think that's all right. I think we can do it. What do you think? We'll we'll, we'll see where it's at by the end of this game, because you might want to argue with me. Uh <laughs> okay, well, I guess I guess then you can give your take first. That the Washington football team will upset the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And real quick, I believe that you're an idiot. But explain why. Explain why. I think with their I think Tom Brady in his new oh. system. Oh. Tom Brady isn't washed. He's okay. not. Washed. Don't get me I wrong. thought you were about to say he was washed. He had an elite year this year. Mhm. He did. He threw what? Twelve? No, not twelve picks. It was double it was digit, or single digit picks. I think. I think it was. His big thing was the touchdowns. He, that was his big thing. He threw for a lot of yards, and all, he's a proven winner. I just, I think it's going to be weird for him being outside of the Patriots organization in the mm-hmm. playoffs. I think that. His weapons aren't going to show up as much. Okay. Okay. And I think with the combination of that, the return of Alex Smith, um, who comeback player of the year, it should the award should just be renamed the Alex Smith comeback player of the year award. Okay. Yeah, I can and agree with that. Combined with the Washington football team's elite defense, mm-hmm. I believe that they have a very good chance to pull off the upset. And okay. What are they? Five? Do you have five wins, six wins? They got six, I think. I think they have six or seven. One of the two. It'll shock everyone, but if any year is going to 
be the year that's going to happen. It's going to be this year. Okay. All right. That's fair. You know, um, so I have the more reasonable take that the Bucks <laughs> are going to beat the football team. Now, I think that because, I mean, okay, so the Bucks had an off period, right? As soon as AB showed up, like as soon as he came, they started losing some games, right? And, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty bad, right? But I think it was Tom Brady having to get used to that system because it's a completely different system that Bruce Arians has for Tom Brady because Tom Brady's used to those mid-range passes, those easy passes where he can dissect them real, you know, he can dissect them quickly. He can get them out there, right? Lots of man beaters, things like that, because everyone knows you don't do zone on Tom Brady. And so I think with that, you know, Bruce Arians system is a lot different. It's a lot of long passes. You know, they, they take long to develop. And he's got to, you know, he's got to really think about it. He's got to sit in the pocket. And, you know, he, he's not used to that. But I think he's finally gotten used to it. And that wide receiving core is elite. That wide receiving core is great. And I think even with Washington's defense being as good as they've been this year, because they have been very good, I still think that they can pull it off. And I say pull it off. They're the favorites. It's not really a, an upset or anything. But it's just, I think that they've got to, I think they're going to win, even with Washington's defense, because Washington's offense isn't as good. It's not as good. Their defense is what's doing good right now. So, what do you think about that? What do you say? I, it's hard, and I have the unpopular opinions. And I, if I was betting man, I probably would not bet on the football team. But something about this year, and how everything is gone, and the story with this team. I'm I'm kind kind of big on narratives and how that might affect teams. Um, just because I'm less versed in the actual football side of things, but I just believe that Washington's defense will be so good, and Tom Brady being in the new system. He's never been in this system in the playoffs. And you can be as good in the regular season as you want, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, but as soon as playoff time comes around, it's a different beast. And I just really think that he's been in this Patriot system for so long. Like you said, <laughs> mid-range passes, nice, easy. I'm not saying, because I don't believe that Bill Belichick was the main like reason that Tom Brady succeeded. The main reason that Tom Brady succeed is succeeded is because he's the goat in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. because he's such an amazing talent that I just think like he was the system. He didn't play in a system. He did, but the system was him. Without him, there was no system. We saw that this year, even though the, Patriots didn't have good players. Bill Belichick couldn't help that at all. Mm-hmm. And I also think Tom Brady's old. He okay. had a good season this year, but it's got to wear down on him that he plays. He's in a similar amount of years to someone else, like say someone on a bad team. Yeah. He's played exponentially more games than them 
in the same amount of years. Okay. And it's football. That takes a toll on you. Yeah. He had this whole season. Did he sit out any games this season? Who, Tom Brady? No. No. He didn't sit out any games this season. He played all 16 games. Yeah, that's incredibly common in the NFL. No one takes no one takes breaks like the NBA. He's old. He's what forty four. He's forty three. Forty three. I think it's really gonna be down on him, especially with the new sis. I think the combination of it and Washington's defense. I think they can pull off the upset. I, I respect that, man. I think they do have a shot. I just don't think it's a very, very big one. But you seem more confident in the football team than I do. I don't know. Something about that uh, that NFC East magic, just how awful they were and how ironic it would be. And just how it's just hilarious how it's even a question like it may be possible. Like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Block that upset. Okay. Um, and I really think we should keep the episode of 30 minutes. Uh, I don't know, man, because the thing is, these rest, the rest of these that I got, at least, are going to be pretty cut and dry. I'm not going to have a lot to say about these. I think we should run all the way through so that then, we'll when it comes the, time... We'll do the second round. Okay, and we'll leave the championship games and the so, Super Bowl yeah, for we'll later. Leave the, we'll leave the championship games and the Super Bowl for when we actually know who's in those games. And yeah, we'll we, can, we can make... Yeah, what we can do is we can make a podcast episode once the championship games have been determined. Yeah, we can do that. Perfect. All right, I'm, so, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. So, so we're just going to go with what you said with your predictions because you're the football expert. So we're going to go with who you have winning, and I'll give my takes on who I think in your game. So... Let's go okay. Back to the first AFC. of all, for, first of all, I just want to hear what you have. So just go ahead, AFC Divisional. What are your teams? Just tell me your matchups. So we don't have to talk about them. Just tell me what you got. So it would be Chiefs and Browns, right? Chiefs and Browns. Mm-hmm. And Bills Titans. And Bills Titans. Okay. All right. All right. So that okay. That's fair. Yeah. So let me let me. Here's what my matchup. Here's what I got. I got Chiefs, Titans, and the Bills, Steelers. So the top four seeds, they're all the the teams. So let me talk about Chiefs, Titans first. Okay, so I'm relating a lot of my opinions on last year because a lot of these matchups were in here last year. Look, the Chiefs are going to beat the Titans. I... Derrick Henry is... He's King Henry. He rushed for 2,000 yards. He's a two-time league leader in rushing. I don't care. The Chiefs can stop him. They showed that they could stop him last year. The the Titans couldn't do anything. I mean, sure, they've got their passing attack that's not that bad. But the problem is that defense can't keep up with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. They can't. No, they cannot. They cannot. They can't. It's it's that simple. I think the Chiefs' defense is, like you said, suspect. Mm -hmm. But... I think, but they know how to stop. I mean, they don't have Chris Jones anymore. No. Was he a big part of the stop? Um, Derek Henry? Granted, he uh, was. Yeah, yeah, he was. But I think the Chiefs are well coached. They're Very well coached. Incredibly well coached. Coach of the year, in my opinion. For that dude. <laughs> That's for, just a stupid opinion, but all right. Coach I digress. Um, and I just think they're well coached and they know how to, 
they know how to stop Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. More than any other team in the league, even if other teams are more well-equipped, they just don't, they can't. It's that simple. And yeah. the Chiefs have an extremely explosive offense. Very. is just going to throw bazookas. All yeah. He's, and he's going to throw for a bunch of yards. And Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are going to catch everything. I it's I think it's an easy win for the Chiefs. I think it's just too much for the Titans defense to handle. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. So then we'll I, go on to You need sorry, more than fundamental defense to stop the Chiefs. That's You you can do it with the Ravens, you can't do it with the Chiefs. Exactly. All right, so, on to Bills, Bills Steelers. So, this game is pretty pretty easy for me. I think there's a few ways the Steelers can win. But I think the Bills are going to beat the Steelers. And my main reason for this is uh, week 14 of this season, right? Week 14, they go out in, in, I think they were in Pittsburgh. No, they weren't in Pittsburgh. They were in Buffalo, right? But it doesn't matter because they're going to have to play Buffalo in Buffalo again. And they beat them pretty good. I think it was like a 20-point deficit. Oh, Lord. And I think it's going to happen again because I think that Bill's defense has got Big Ben covered. I think they've got him figured out. And they don't really have to zone in on the run, even though they can. I don't think they have to because the Steelers' run game is not that good. It's, it is a historically one-dimensional offense that the Steelers have this year. Historically one-dimensional. I would agree I mean, with you. Yeah. I mean, everything hinges off of Ben playing good, and he has taken a he has fallen off a cliff when it comes to his play this year. I would agree with you. But if you have the Steelers advancing, I think once they've gotten passed around, unless and they if they keep their mouth shut and they mm-hmm. play football, I think they can beat the Bills. Okay. I think if they keep going where they're playing actual football and they're shutting up and they're not playing arrogant and they're going out and playing to the talent they have, which is immense. Mm-hmm. then I mm-hmm. think they can go out and beat that Bills team. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I, I, I don't see it happening, but I totally see where you're coming from there. It's a I game totally of momentum. That. It's a game of momentum for the Steelers at this point. If their momentum as it did at the end of the season, slows down to a halt and their Corvette runs out of gas, then <laughs> they're going to uh, they're going to slow down to a halt. They're going to be stuck on the side of the road with nothing to do but for Juju to stop posting TikToks. And for the Bills to be the ones who slash their tires. But I think, as I said, they shut up. They go out and they play football like they're yeah. supposed to play football. Yeah. Then I really think that they can beat that Bills team. I don't find it likely, but I find it more likely than people would think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I can definitely can, see that. We can move on to to the NFC thing. divisional. No, 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 no. The way I have this is um oh, Packers because yeah. the way the seating works, I got Packers Rams. Packers Rams. And that's 
So it's a weird game. I think the Rams are a bad matchup for the Packers. And here's why. I still think the Packers beat the Rams, right? But I think they're going to struggle because... I think it's going to scare Green Bay. It's going to scare the cheeseheads up in Wisconsin because the problem is the Packers, they're Aaron Rodgers, right? That's who they are. They're Aaron Rodgers. And their pass game is more important than their run game. Aaron Jones is a great running back. But the Rams' defense, their linemen can hone in on Aaron Jones. And I think their secondary, I mean, the Packers have historically given Aaron Rodgers awful receiver cores. Well, not necessarily, but he recently. He had a really good one this year. Not a core, but he had a really good uh, sidekick. Who? What was his name? He was really good. He moved up to 99 in Madden. Oh, Devontae Adams. Exactly. Okay. He had an amazing year. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have to depend on Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams because other than those... With that Rams run defense, if the Rams if the Rams show up, right, the Rams show up, then it's gonna be tough because Aaron Rodgers doesn't really have any other wide receivers other than Devontae Adams. I mean, he's got Robert Tanyan, but he's a tight end. He's not gonna be as fundamental to the game. And I mean, I guess their second best wide receiver. This year, at least, is Marquez Valdez-Scantling, but, like, he's not that good. He's a deep threat, but he's not that good. And I just think, I still think the Packers hold on, but I think I think it's a close one. Think I think it's closer. I think it's going to, yeah, I think it's going to scare those cheeseheads because I think it's a bad matchup for the Packers. So, but, but you still have Packers winning. I still have Packers winning. I think it's a close game. So what are your thoughts? I agree with you. Um, I think the Rams will really give the Packers a run for their money. They're mm-hmm. going to scare the crap out of them. They're going to go out. They're going to play defense. And I think it might take a comeback win for the Packers. I think the Rams might take a lead early mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. And I think – but I think with that lead, I think Aaron Rodgers – is enough of a leader, an elite leader and veteran to go out and 